right, welcome into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on for the next two hours in the best car radio program in all of Michigan. And, uh, uh, boy, we got a great uh, show for you today. Uh, lots lined up for you. Um, before I uh, give you the agenda here, uh, we uh, – I had a uh, I had a, uh, a a great week. I was out in uh, California testing two uh, fabulous cars, two very different cars. Um, the uh, Subaru uh, WRX, which uh, we'll uh, get to uh, in the new year. There's still embargoes on that, but um, you know the WRX uh, manual, all-wheel drive, a sensational little hellion. And then uh, bookended that by uh, driving the all-new Lucid Air, which is a uh, uh, really, I think, the first real competitor to test the Model S. We've been waiting for this car since it blew away the, the uh, New York Auto Show in 2016, and that vehicle is here. So it was really it was a great week out in uh, uh, California. But uh, just before I went to California, uh, a show debuted here. Uh, on NBC, it's called American Auto. I don't know how many of you folks saw it, but it is a major network uh, uh, primetime uh, uh, sitcom. Uh, debuted with a couple um, uh, pilots uh, last week uh, on uh, Sunday night. I think it was Sunday night. Might have been Monday night. And uh, and it's it's and it follows a fictional Detroit auto company called Payne Auto. And uh, just to reassure you, that's no relation to me. I have uh, nothing to do with Payne Auto. Um, <laughs> the, the reference in the show is actually uh, Payne, P-A-I-N, spelled P-A-Y-N-E, but it is uh, the, the reference in the show is Payne Auto because this is a family-owned company, Echoes of Ford there, um, struggling with, uh, with uh, uh, being an auto company in the 21st century, it's run, it's run by uh, a Saturday Night Live uh, regular, a, um, uh, a female CEO, Echoes of GM there. So it's got uh, some wonderful touch points um, uh, for, the, uh, for the Detroit folks, but it's written by uh, a well-known Hollywood writer. So there's uh, definitely a California perspective on the Detroit auto industry, I highly recommend it. The two pilots were hilarious. Uh, in particular, uh, there was a, there was a wonderful um, little bit about automated driving. And one of the stars of the show was a gentleman named Ty White, who is a Detroit native. We had him uh, scheduled to be on the show today. He's over in London, uh, uh, presumably uh, uh, working on uh, uh, maybe working on some promotional. Uh, materials for this program. We were unable to hook up with him, so we will get him in the new year uh, in January on the other side of the holidays. Uh, so uh, for, for those of you who are fans of American Auto, we'll be talking to Ty White eventually. For those of you who haven't heard of the show yet, it premieres in early January. It'll be a regular 8, 8 p.m. Tuesday night uh, program, and uh, really, I really look forward to uh, more episodes uh, the uh, pilot really whetted my appetite. So, uh, to get to today's show, uh, uh, great lineup here. Give us a call, uh, 313-778-7600, if you'll enjoy the conversation. We're going to be talking to uh, Lindsey Brooke, our good friend, 
from SAE. We're going to be talking about Detroit News Car of the Year. It's that time of year. Uh, we put out our uh, Car of the Year here uh, last week. We'll be talking about with that with Lindsay. Then I'll also be talking to Lindsay and Stephen Cole-Smith because that Lucid Air I was talking about is up for Car of the Year. Their fellow North American car truck and SUV uh, of the year jurors, they were out in California driving this new Lucid with me. We'll talk about that. John McCormick will also join us and uh, talk about the all-new Hyundai Ionic 5, another electric vehicle coming into the market. Second hour, we got Tom Zelensky talking Detroit 4Fest, uh, all kinds of good stuff uh, coming up uh, today. But let's uh, get right to it here with uh, Lindsey Brook, who I think is on the line. Lindsey, how are you? Yeah, Henry, how are you doing? Doing good. Uh, 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 good to have you on the program as always. How was your flight back from California? Well, uneventful, the best kind. Uh, and and I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this American auto. Some of our colleagues have told me that they had seen the pilot. I did not see it, but it just they whet my appetite. It just sounds hilarious, and I think uh, we'll hit home very close to home for many of us who actually have been covering the industry for a long time. Oh, yeah, I think there will be a lot of good insider stuff. But, you know, it's interesting to me, Lindsay, in watching the pilot, uh, is there, there is definitely a rivalry of sorts these days between California and Michigan in terms of auto supremacy. There is, there is very much a vibe uh, in the Silicon L.A. corridor that uh, California is the new epicenter of autos. And you and I uh, spent some time this week at Lucid Air, which is one of those, one of these three, there's, there's a bunch of startups out there, but the three major startups that have uh, delivered cars now to the market, of course, are Tesla uh, and, now, and now Rivian and um, and Lucid, which have market evaluations, which are sky high above the Detroit automakers. I mean, do you, do you get a sense of that, that, that rivalry? Yeah, no, I, I definitely do. And, yeah, I spent two days at Lucid Motors in Newark, California, which is right down the road from, from Facebook. And everywhere you turn your head, you're looking at a tech company. Uh, and this company is an American automaker, Lucid Motors, uh, and there's no question this Lucid Air, their first vehicle, is an American success story. And I completely agree about it being a, really the first major rival to Tesla. I haven't driven a Mercedes EQS, but sitting in the car, I just think it, it has shortcomings compared to the Lucid Air. But talking about the industry, um, Lucid is staffed by a kind of global group of engineers that run this company, uh, some folks have spent time at Tesla. Others have spent time at Volkswagen and Tesla. Uh, the, uh, the, the CEO, um, uh, Peter Rawlinson, started at Lotus. He's Welsh. Uh, he started at Lotus, learned all about lightweight structures, great handling, great chassis dynamics, how to build a very efficient car at Lotus, went to Tesla, did the Model S, was chief engineer on the Model S, and now is uh, is CEO at Lucid, uh, and he also pretty much designed the Lucid Air. Uh, but in that facility, you know, we met people who were Americans. Uh, I'm sure they've got people that came up and spent time at the Detroit Three. 
Uh, but it's really an American company that has a really deep global background in terms of design and engineering. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, good, good group of folks. Uh, very tough industry to get into, but, uh, yeah, I, I and, uh, you know, going back to this American auto, uh, which is, which is very funny, but, but, uh, but it's written by a, a veteran, uh, Hollywood writer. And I, and I think there's going to be, uh, some of that underlying tension there between, uh, uh, California, which is really feeling its oats these days as a, as a leader in the auto industry versus the legacy model, uh, legacy automakers here in, uh, in, in, in Detroit. So, um, uh, and, and you, you know, want to talk about I was going to say yeah. the funny thing is, Henry, is, you know, the, the automobiles are becoming a very electronics intensive and technology intensive and software intensive. And that's really the, you know, that's the core of Silicon Valley, and that's what they're bringing. But every one of these startups has had to enlist uh, quite a lot of experience from good old Detroit in terms of how you build these things. And, you know, Tesla's experience with the Model S and certainly the Model 3 uh, were really, really showed an amateurism in terms of the, the basis of automaking. And, you know, it's really tough to find someone at a, te- at, at, you know, anyone at, at one of these, uh, startup companies that hasn't spent time, you know, working at, at one of the Detroit three. I mean, they bring a lot of expertise in terms of volume production. And I think that's some of the tension is the old school, old world automaking is clearly from Germany and Detroit. I mean, they're the centric. Uh, uh, you know, elements of this and, and from Japan too. Uh, and Silicon Valley has no experience building anything, you know, beyond really a cell phone or a laptop, you know, those kind of things that don't have to pass the tests and don't have to endure like a car does. Uh, so yeah. the expertise in Detroit, Detroit Henry doesn't get enough credit for bringing that inherent expertise. You know, how do you, how do you lay out a factory? How do you build stuff at high quality? You know, Ford Motor Company, great example of how to do that. Uh, and, you know, and Volkswagen, too, as well. So, uh, you know, the, the incumbent auto industry is not getting credit for the technology that's going into these vehicles. And I think some of that is, is you know, these new companies don't want to be associated with the old industry, but they have to admit that a lot of their knowledge comes from the old industry. Yeah, yeah. You got at the end of the day, you got to manufacture a product, a product efficiently and cost effectively. So we're going to be talking a lot more about Lucid on the other side of the break. But before we get there, I wanted to get your I wanted to get your take on my Detroit News Vehicle of the Year. I, I, I narrowed it to three finalists. This is that time of year when when these Car of the Year prizes are being given. Uh, my three finalists were the Tesla Plaid, the uh, the VW Golf GTI, and the Ford Maverick. The Ford Maverick is our Detroit News Vehicle of the Year. Uh, what do you think, uh, Lindsay? Well, I think there are three good finalists, um, and I think any of the three would be uh, would be good choices for for the Detroit News Vehicle of the Year. Uh, I haven't driven a Plaid, but I've driven the, the Volkswagen and the Ford Maverick. And, uh, 
You know, Ford Maverick is one of our finalists for North American Car Truck and Utility of the Year, Truck of the Year. And, um, you know, I really like that vehicle. Uh, you know, Ford Ford hit all the big numbers. They hit, you know, sub $20,000 price, standard hybrid uh, propulsion system, EPA rated at 42 MPG, um, uh, you know, what's not to like, 21-inch load height in the rear of this vehicle, a lot of surprise and delight features of, of the Maverick. And, of course, Golf is the latest, Golf GTI is the latest iteration of the Golf family. Uh, both of these vehicles, proven drivetrains, you know, they're conventional vehicles. They're not, uh, they're not battery electric. They're not super high-tech. But I think they're going to be affordable vehicles, and they're going to be uh, really prized by by the people that buy them. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I love about this Maverick, Lindsay, is, uh, you know, this, this Lucid we're going to talk about, $100,000 car, the plaid, uh, cutting bleeding edge of technology, $130,000 uh, car. This Ford Maverick is a wonderful Swiss Army knife for 20000 bucks. This is Ford's entry-level vehicle now. Right, it, it, it is, and really, I think a lot of people, you know, they've already had conquests with uh, with people that are getting out of small sedans and first-time truck owners, but I think they're going to intercept a lot of people who are going to buy maybe a Ranger or an F-150, and all of a sudden, that, that kind of sense balloon kind of comes into their brain, and, and they realize, I really don't need those big trucks. Most of my driving is around town. I occasionally need a bed to carry things. I can tow with this vehicle. You know, I can also get a turbocharged uh, all-wheel drive uh, drive line too. It doesn't come with a hybrid, but I do have some options in that regard for way under $30,000 and a much more efficient vehicle, easier to park at much higher MPG. So I think I think Maverick is really going to be a showstopper once they get the volume going, and um, you know, I'm told the hybrids aren't expected until, or the uh, uh, second generation of the hybrids. They, they sold out the first production run, which was fairly small. It's going to be available at dealers until February, March, something like that. But I, I think Maverick's going to be a real surprise. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. That's our uh, 2021 Detroit News Vehicle of the Year. We're going to take a break here. On the other side, we'll, we'll return with Lindsey Brook and also be joined by Stephen Cole-Smith talking about the new Lucid Air. You're on Car Radio. Detroit People's Platform thanks those who joined us in 2021 to fight for affordable, accessible housing, improve public transit, economic development that prioritizes neighborhoods and charter amendments. In 2022, join us that we may live the rights that our ancestors fought and died for. Hold elected officials accountable. Unite our power. Win policies that benefit low-income families and organize to advance racial justice in the nation's largest majority black city. Visit DetroitPeople'sPlatform.org or follow us at Detroit People's to maintain, protect, and defend majority black Detroit. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Are you sure? Many people with Medicare are eligible for plans that include extra benefits in addition to those found in original Medicare. Benefits like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free with no obligation to enroll. In addition to hospital and medical coverage, 
At no extra cost, you could also get coverage for prescription drugs, dental, hearing, vision, and more. In many areas, plans with benefits are available with $0 copays for many services, $0 monthly premiums, or $0 deductibles. That's hospital, medical, prescription drug, dental coverage, and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as $0 a month. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. Call 1-800-571-8580. That's 1-800-571-8580. So you've decided to go to college. That's cool. So pop quiz, which is a better way to earn your degree? Commute to college and fill your gas tank, get stuck in traffic, drive in bad weather, try to find a parking space, walk a half mile to class, or learn online at Independence University. You don't go to college. College goes to you. That's Independence. That's Independence University. And all your supplies, including a brand new laptop and tablet, are included with tuition. Independence U. For an independent you. Call 1-800-556-7791. Do you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS? If so, you may qualify for the IRS's Fresh Start Program. The Fresh Start Program is one of the biggest tax breaks the IRS has offered. Call Tax Group Center at 800-685-6150 to see if you qualify for the IRS's Fresh Start Program. Their team of tax experts and attorneys will get you the best tax settlement possible. Call 800-685-6150 now to learn if you qualify for the IRS's Fresh Start Program. Call Tax Group Center at 800-685-6150. 800-685-6150. Are you drowning in debt? Struggling just to make minimum payments? It's not your fault. Serious debt can happen to anyone, but there is hope. Our debt-free program has helped thousands of good people, just like you, eliminate their credit card debt. Call us today, and we will dramatically reduce your credit card debt down to just a fraction of what you owe. The call is free. The consultation is free. Take control of your credit debt. Take control of your life again. Call now to see how our debt-free program can work for you. Call 800-872-5230. All right, welcome back to Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, joined by Lindsey Brook, uh, uh, publications editor of SAE. And we are also joined on the line by Stephen Cole-Smith. Steve, are you there? I'm here. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing good. Great. Uh, yeah, good to have uh, Steve on. Uh, Steve, uh, Lindsay, and I were all uh, together out in um, San Francisco, the Bay Area, this week, driving the uh, the new Lucid Air uh, electric vehicle. And, and Steve, you know, we we uh, usually have you on the program, and we talk um, auto racing. You're you're one of the uh, great auto writers in this uh, in this country, and and uh, one of the things that fascinates me about the new Lucid Air, which is the first product from Lucid Motors uh, based out there in Newark, California, is uh, this this company began as a battery company called Ativa, and Ativa is is the battery supplier for the Formula E racing series. I I think that's a real real strength for Lucid that they, they have that kind of 
of uh, race to uh, production uh, uh, transfer going on. Absolutely. Uh, Formula E lives and dies on its battery, you know, on the battery life. And if something goes wrong, uh, it's going to cross over to the entire series uh, from one car to another. And to have the faith that they had in a Lucid battery system, uh, I think, uh, is a real feather in the cap for Lucid. Yeah, and I I was unaware, uh, frankly, until I until I visited Lucid, that um, Tiva was was part of that company. They actually manufacture the Formula E batteries right out there in New- Newark, California. They then go to the uh, they they go into all these race cars. It's basically a spec racing uh, series um, with big manufacturers like uh, Audi and Jaguar. Uh, participating, but um, uh, you know, Lindsay, we we talk a lot on uh, on this program about uh, the benefits that racing brings to uh, production, and um, uh, it, it seems to me that Lucid's learning a lot from Ativa and Formula E at the same time that manufacturers like uh, uh, Audi and Jaguar are learning how to build electric motors for the uh, for the race cars. Well, I think that's true, and, you know, racing electric vehicles is all about deep cycling. It's kind of going from a full charge and wide open throttle, heavy throttle use. You know, you're not kind of idling around town. You're on the gas, so to speak, all the time, and that really puts a lot of – uh, really puts a lot of demand on the battery pack, and I think what they've learned in the short time of, uh, of Formula E racing – you're right, has been plowed back into into their production uh, batteries. And this Peter Rollinson, the CEO who we, we talked about earlier, has really um, instilled a lot of kind of primary design engineering into Lucid Motors. Uh, they, their battery chemistry comes from LG, which is one of the global giants, but but it's kind of fine-tuned by the Lucid engineering team. The battery packs are all designed by Lucid. Uh, the battery thermal control is designed by Lucid. They've designed their own electric motor. Uh, and so this background with the Tiva is, is shining through to the production cars, and Rawlinson believes this is a competitive advantage. He, he's a race guy. I mean, you can't come from Lotus and not, be, not have a lot of racing. and You can't come from the U.K. and not – not have that kind of DNA in you either. So, um, you know, the, the racing aspect and Ativa is important, and the fact that the entire uh, electric powertrain is, you could say it probably has racing DNA in it, but uh, it's all exclusive to Lucid Motors, and they, they've got a lot of patents uh, in this new system that really is going to make them very different than, I think, the rest of the, the EV crowd that's coming in. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a fascinating story, and it, and it's a startup. I mean, really exciting to have uh, startups in this industry shaking things up. So let's uh, let's get to the product. Uh, 2016, um, I was at the, the New York Auto Show. Lucid showed a prototype of maybe maybe the prettiest sedan I've seen. Um, just just a gorgeous figure. Uh, it, it, it takes advantage of uh, electric vehicle technology in the sense that its wheelbase is about the size of a BMW 5 Series, but its internal space, its interior space, is equivalent to a BMW 7 Series. 
Um, Steve, uh, the car is now in production. Uh, it is now um, uh, up for uh, Car of the Year in our North American uh, Car of the Year uh, jury that, you, that the three of us are all on. Uh, you got a chance to drive it this week. What did you think? I was impressed, Henry. Uh, it'll be a real departure if we pick it as Car of the Year, and it's one of the three finalists, the other two being the uh, Honda Civic and the uh, Volkswagen Golf. Uh, this is really a stretch for us and for Motor Trend, which picked it as their Car of the Year, to give something to a company that's a brand-new startup that that uh, is a fairly high-end uh, vehicle, um, starting prices of uh, about seventy-seven thousand dollars, about seventy thousand, with a tax credit up to well over a hundred thousand, like the ones that we drove uh, yesterday. Uh, it's uh, it's an amazing vehicle. Uh, it's uh, uh, just it's just something that uh, I did not see coming. It's so much better than it has to be. There's so much little details that have gone into the production of this car that uh, everything from the looks to the feel to the handling to uh, the one we drove, 1,111 horsepower, which my wife asked, why does it need that much? And, of course, there's no answer to that question, uh, except that <laughs> if you understand, you just, you just like having a lot of horsepower. Uh, it's it's an amazing vehicle, and uh, I I came away much more impressed than I expected to be. You know, Lindsay, uh, the first auto race I attended was in 1973. I was 11 years old, and the uh, the race was won by Mark Donahue in a one in a 1100 horsepower Porsche 917 30 Can Am car. Here here we are. Uh, 50 years later, driving 1,100 horsepower uh, production cars. Um, what, what a glorious time, huh? Well, it's a totally new paradigm. These electric vehicles. When you look at the torque and the and the horsepower uh, that end up at the drive wheels, it really is completely different. Like you said, a 917 Porsche with the same amount of power. Uh, and, you know, but these electric cars, this, the Lucid Air has 520 miles of range, which is currently the claimed uh, EV leader in that regard. And there's a lot of battery. I mean, there's, you know, two tons of batteries almost in this car. Uh, and that's what gives you the range. Of course, that's going to get smaller and smaller. And the, the, the model that, uh, that Stephen mentioned, uh, which is the pure model, you know, the Air has different, has a, has a GT model, the Dream model, which we drove, and then the pure model will be kind of like their base model uh, coming out next year at $77,000 and change. And it'll have, you know, less battery, less output. It'll still be a stunning car. I mean, this car on the freeway in California, I, I needed to pass someone, and there was a long stretch, and it just seemed like just a tap into the throttle, and it was I was at 105 miles an hour with, with just effortless, really quiet, very little wind noise, a little bit of gear whine, but you hear that in most EVs, didn't hear the tires, silent cabin. Uh, it was the, the performance is extraordinary, and for being such a big machine – up in the twisties, uh, up north of, Calif uh, of San Francisco, it really, it really handled better, a lot better than I thought it would for a car that just has so much weight. But of course, 
all of that weight is really down low because the battery pack is underneath the floor. So it's deceiving in its agility, I think, this car. Yeah, well, you know, and, and Steve, uh, I, I drove these same roads back in 2017 out there in California, the Tesla Model S P100D. And these two cars are very similar, actually, in, in their dynamics. Uh, a, a just brutish power off the line with, uh, with, the, with, the, with their uh, high electric horsepower, but very different inside. This, this, this Lucid inside struck me as a much more traditional uh, approach to interior than the really radical minimalism of a Tesla. For example, the curved screen on a Lucid is almost identical to what you'll find on a Porsche Taycan. Yeah, it's uh, the interior. I think is gorgeous, and they they uh, really make it look uh, uh, premium more so than the Tesla. It's really going after a different demographic, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it'll be interesting to see. I think they might get more uh, Porsche and Mercedes customers coming to this car as opposed to crossovers from Tesla. Um, we're going to take a break here and hear from our sponsors, and on the other side, we're going to continue talking about the new Lucid Air with Lindsey Brook and with Stephen Cole-Smith here on Car Radio. There are more than 1,000 reasons to check out Wayne County Community College District online. New online classes and programs, online student services, financial aid and advising, and a bookstore that delivers to your doorstep. It's a new day and a new way at WCCCD. Register for the upcoming semester now at www.wcccd.edu. If you or a loved one underwent hernia surgery between 2010 and 2016 and then suffered serious complications, call right now. You may be entitled to financial compensation. Complications associated with FISOMESH include chronic pain, infection, adhesions, mesh migration, reopening of the hernia, and other serious injuries. Call right now. Call 1-800-799-2091. Again, that's 1-800-799-2091. Attention! In July 2018, Bayer announced that it will be halting its sales of Assure. The Assure birth control may break or migrate after insertion, puncturing the fallopian tube, resulting in corrective surgery to remove the device. Thousands of women have reported debilitating health problems to the FDA. In April 2018, the FDA restricted sales of Assure to protect women and require that patients receive risk information. Please call 800-425-9539. Hi, I'm Hunter Ellis, and this is Atomic Beam USA. Another bright idea from Bullpen, the ultra-bright, tough-grade flashlight that features tactical technology used by U.S. Special Forces. This flashlight has a feeble 125 lux output. The Atomic Beam USA has up to 5,000 lux. That's 40 times more. We're going to drop it hundreds of feet from this helicopter. It hits the tarmac, and it's still working. That's what I call a tough flashlight. Heavy downpours, mud puddles, even extreme temperatures are no match. You could spend over $100, or the Atomic Beam USA can be yours for just $19.99 with free lifetime guarantee. Order now 
you can double it and get a second Atomic Beam USA. Just pay a separate fee. And we'll even ship them to you for free. Atomic Beam USA is just $19.99. Order now. Call 1-800-638-2619 to get your Atomic Beam USA. Call now or go to AtomicBeam.com. So call 1-800-638-2619. Deluxe version available. Order now. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500 with a must-air-within-30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Jamie Harrington now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation with Henry Payne, joined by Lindsey Brooke at SAE and Stephen Cole Smith, race writer extraordinaire with Car and Driver and Auto Week. And uh, Lindsey, you know, Steve makes a, a good point uh, with the car, the car of the Year nominees: uh, Honda Civic, BW Golf, Lucid Air. This is really a very expensive vehicle coming into the market. Um, uh, jurors uh, and customers uh, have only um, had access to this $160,000 uh, top of the line. You can do a lot of stuff with $160,000. The trick is, is if you can mass produce vehicles down in the sweet spot of this uh, segment, which is $70,000, and then ultimately uh, Lucid wants to compete uh, with uh, Tesla down in uh, thirty-five, forty thousand dollars against the Mo- Tesla Model Three. Do you think there's room for another Tesla in the uh, luxury market, or is 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 it going to be tough going for a startup like Lucid against this array of uh, established luxury makers? So the Prius was a hybrid for a long time. It's become kind of just de-brand in that area. Uh, and, and we all know that the incumbent industry, from Volkswagen to Cadillac to Ford, I mean, there's going to be in the next two or three years a lot of entries at the high end and kind of down to the middle level of, uh, of the market in battery electric vehicles. And so Tesla's going to feel pressure from, from everyone. Uh, and I think Lucid certainly has to build a brand now. Uh, and, you know, everywhere we stopped with the Lucid Air on our drive in Northern California, you know, people came out of stores and stopped on the sidewalk and, and looked at this. And, you know, they're all kind of local area people. Uh, they, they might know about this, but Lucid's job is going to be, you know, building a brand that is maybe as globally powerful as Tesla is, if they can possibly do that. Uh, you know, Cadillac's going to be coming in very soon, and that's the Cadillac brand. It's a Cadillac. It's not a, a Cadillac EV. Uh, Tesla is coming in with, you know, no previous experience with anything other than EVs, so they've become the brand in that. And so that's the challenge is to build a compelling vehicle, which I think they've done. I, I agree. The interior of this Lucid Air is just knockout. And I even fit in there, and I'm six foot four. Um, and so it was very, very comfortable. And, you know, so it's how do you get people into this car? Uh, how do you get the brand name out there? 
to compete in this market. And like we talked about their, their technology, their technology is aimed at getting costs out of this electric platform so then they can build vehicles that are less expensive than this. Um, you know, I've been on the car, the car of the year jury for a long time, and uh, I can't think of anything. You know, the C8 Corvette it was an expensive car for us. Our entries, our voting tends to center around kind of family-oriented vehicles that aren't super expensive, and anything at $100,000 is almost kind of like not in the running. Uh, and the, the Corvette is still $170,000 for a, for a Stingray. So that that was at the top of the market before, the top of the entry category. And so now we've got a car. We haven't driven the $77,000 Lucid Air yet. That's not coming out till next year. So we're looking at 160 some thousand dollars for this dream model that we that we all tested. Uh, you know, that's going to be tough, I think, this time around. But but this brand, again, if they can build it up, it's going to be it's going to be a powerhouse, I think, in, in electric vehicles. If everything works right, if production works right, if they can scale it up, if uh, quality is consistent, you know, there's the typical challenges of starting a car company. Yeah, there are huge challenges. And, uh, Steve, you know, every time I go to California, I feel like I'm visiting a different country. And it's certainly yeah. true in the case of the uh, the, the makeup of uh, cars out there, the uh, 50% of the electric vehicle market is in California. You go, you, you come out here to Michigan, you don't see electric cars in Michigan. You're in Florida. Um, you know, I mean, Lucid, Lucid is, has awareness in California, but, uh, if you want to be a, a, a brand, you got to sell in all 50 states. I mean, how, how's, how electric vehicle penetration look to you down there in, uh, in Florida? Well, in Tampa, it's pretty strong, and where Lucid will be coming into Florida, which is West Palm and Miami, uh, it's very strong down there, and so is uh, uh, the idea of having a car that no one else has. And, you know, we were we were all, I think, surprised at just how much attention the Lucid got around uh, San Francisco, and that's a tough place to call attention to yourself. Uh, it's uh, a vehicle that has the looks and has a style and has a story behind it that uh, I think is going to resonate with people. But like you said, and then like Lindsay said, they have to get it up and running. They have to get it out to the people. And the way they've done it so far, they've done everything gradually and slowly with an absolutely stellar cast of engineers and designers and and uh, they bought a brand new plant as opposed to pre-purposing an older plant the way Rivian has and the way Tesla has. It sounds like they're doing things right, but uh, who knows? I mean, the car that we had yesterday had a little bit of an electric glitch to it in different places. It's a pre-production model. Um, does that mean that it's going to take a year to get the bugs out of it? I hope not because a car like the Lucid needs to hit the ground running and make sure that people that uh, buy one have faith in it uh, uh, being dependable. Yeah, yeah, they got. Uh, it's going to be an interesting road ahead. Uh, keep an eye out for this brand. They're going to be coming in to to the market much the way Tesla did. With uh, they call them studios, very similar to Tesla galleries. They're building their own dealerships, their own service centers. So uh, keep an eye out there for you. It's a hard car to miss. It's it's a it's a gorgeous thing. 
Uh, Lindsey Park with SAE, um, uh, Stephen Cole Smith with Car and Driver Auto Week. Great talking to you guys. Great yeah, talking to you, Henry, and Merry Christmas to everybody. Same here. Yeah, happy holidays to you guys. All right, so from Lucid Air, uh, which is up at the top end of the luxury market, $80,000 plus, let's talk about another electric vehicle with our good friend John McCormick, uh, writer with Detroit News, uh, a juror on World Car of the Year, a good friend of the program. Uh, the, really the meat of the electric vehicle market these days is at about $40,000. Uh, that's where you see uh, most of the mainstream manufacturers coming in. Uh, Tesla is there, of course. Tesla dominates uh, the electric vehicle market with the Tesla Model 3 and and Tesla Model Y. Uh, they've been joined by the VW ID4 uh, in that space, by the Polestar 2, uh, and now with the Hyundai Ionic 5, which is a really interesting car that John McCormick and I drove recently. John, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah, doing well. And, in, yeah, enjoyed that drive out in San Diego with you. Yeah, and it's uh, and, and John, the space is getting crowded now. Um, I, I I still think of it. You know, you, I, I I own a Tesla Model Three. Uh, you you've been in the market for a, an electric vehicle. I still think of um, a, a, of these segments as electric vehicle segments. I, I think people are looking at these cars in the forty thousand to fifty thousand dollar range. They're looking exclusively at EVs. They're not comparing them to gas cars. Is that your sense? Yes. I think it's become a sort of segment to itself. Um, it took a while to do that, and people are now realizing that you have to consider these vehicles in a different light to regular cars. Um, that said, the, you know, the, the range thing which people uh, sweat over is very much compared to a gasoline car and the idea of refueling, and those two issues were a big ones that Hyundai addressed with this Ionic 5. Yeah, so, uh, so, so talk a little about, about the 5. I mean, I, I think it's a vehicle. We were just talking about uh, uh, the Lucid Air uh, with our colleagues uh, Steve Colesmith and Lindsey Brook. Uh, the Lucid Air gets your attention right away. I mean, just a, a stunning, uh, stunningly beautiful car. And uh, and I like the Ionic Five that way too because it's uh, it gets your attention. It's different looking. Yes, so that's the first thing, and in, indeed, it's kind of got a um, angular, blocky, you could say, look. But uh, it, it's stylish, and the the way they've done the details, like the headlights with these pixel designs and so on, it's it's it really is striking to look at. And so for a, a sort of mid market electric car it's a bit it steps outside the norm in that regard um you could say that the id4 from volkswagen is a bit tame looking by comparison and and so they've done a good job there i think uh it's also got a very long wheelbase it's actually the longest wheelbase uh that hyundai has including their big suvs so that means lots of space inside which is great uh so i think you know in terms of design uh, they've they've got something good on their hands here. Yeah, and it, it, it's interesting, isn't it, John? Uh, I, I like to see that from uh, from the designers. I mean, we talk so much about 
batteries and range, and obviously that's uh, at the end of the day that's going to that's going to make or break electrics. I think as, as far in terms of becoming uh, uh, mass volume cars, but clearly the designers understand that when you put the batteries all on the floor, uh, you open up a lot of interior space. The Lucid Air is one of the roomiest uh, cars I've been in, and uh, it's remarkable, as you just said, that uh, this vehicle is is is, um, is has a, as long a wheelbase as, as a three-row three uh, Hyundai Palisade. Exactly, yeah. And what they've done inside to take advantage of that is keep the floor completely clear um, at the front. So uh, very few vehicles, you know, do that uh, these days. They all have uh, center consoles. But this means you effectively got sort of the equivalent of a bench seat arrangement in the front. Um, and uh, so it, that makes it feel very roomy. And then, you know, in terms of um, the features, the big screen that goes across, it's not just the drive in front of the driver, but in front of the middle of the dashboard, it really gives the car a sophisticated look. Um, it's sort of thing you'd expect to see in a Mercedes, um, who have those big wide screens now, and this is standard across the range on the Ionic 5. Yeah. Let's stay right there. We're going to take a break here from our sponsors, and on the other side, we'll Talk more about the Hyundai Ionic 5 with John McCormick. You're on Car Radio. We all love fried food, but the problem is all that excess oil and fat can cause you to become overweight. Well, now there's the Cook Light Aero Fryer, an amazing kitchen miracle that uses air to fry instead of oil, so you can have the same delicious flavor and crispiness of deep frying using little or no oil. Get that deep fried taste and crispiness with up to 70% fewer calories. Enjoy crispy, delicious fries with little or no oil, guilt-free onion rings, cheesy and delicious mozzarella sticks. Call now and bring the Cook Light Aero Fryer into your home, including the Cooklight Aero Fryer Recipe Book, the unique patented dual tray, air frying mesh basket and tongs, and stainless steel extender ring. You'll get it all for five easy payments of $29.95. Be one of the first 500 cars and get this 13-piece knife set a $175 value, yours free. Try Cooklight Aero Fryer for 30 days. If you don't love it, send it back, but keep the 13-piece knife set. It's our gift to you. We're in the next 10 minutes and we'll include free shipping. Call now or go online to air2fry.com. That's air2fry.com. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Since 2014, Addiction Hope and Helpline has answered calls for recovery and treatment 24-7, 365 days a year. If you're depressed, drinking, using drugs, or taking pills, call now and talk to someone who cares. I had problems just getting to sleep, drinking, and using pills every night. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Most insurance covers substance abuse. You can get back on track. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I have something to hold on to for strength. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. 
Call 800-379-4799. Who else but 910 AM can give you this much excitement? I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. You are on car radio. Full swing here on Saturday. Well, I just had a stream coming through here talking about cool cars, classic cars, hot rods, muscle cars. We've got a great lineup for you today. Best car radio show in all of Michigan. Catch it all right here on 910 AM Superstation. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. We're talking with John McCormick, freelance writer with the Detroit News, other publications, um, uh, as well as a juror with World Car of the Year. Uh, John, uh, tell folks where they can find uh, your work. Yeah, well, it, it, as you mentioned, those publications, and, and then I um, featured also in Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader. I do a lot of their reviews um, and uh, various other things that relate to World Car of the Year. Yeah, so uh, and John's been covering this industry for a long time, uh, knows, his, knows his stuff. And it's and it's fascinating to be uh, here in the early 21st century and seeing uh, the penetration of uh, of electric vehicles in the market to see these new uh, new, new new startups coming in. Uh, Tesla is, uh, is a pretty established startup by the by, by this point, but uh, being joined by uh, Lucid, uh, you see uh, legacy manufacturers like Volvo spinning off new brands like. Um, like uh, Polestar, Ford is doing interesting things with a sub-brand, with its uh, Mustang sub-brand and electrifying it. And Hyundai, John, uh, I, I really like just in general what this company is doing styling-wise. It really seems to be separating itself uh, as uh, the, the Hyundai Tucson, I think, is the most eye-catching vehicle in the uh, compact SUV segment. And uh, this uh, Ionic 5, I think, is going to uh, get attention uh, as well. Um, and your experience in the industry, is, is does this work? Does, uh, do, does it work when uh, manufacturers uh, sort of make a, a style statement like this? I think so. Um, it, it's, it's a little less uh, sort of dramatic at, you know, sort of mass market level only because people are a bit more conservative and don't want to take a chance, whereas, you know, manufacturers in the sort of luxury and premium market um, can be a bit more aggressive. You look at Audi in the last 10 years, how they've rebuilt their brand uh, largely based on design. Uh, And um, that said, uh, I think Hyundai recognizes that um, to make a a real – uh, impact on the market, although they've already done very well, but to, to keep it up, they're going to have to distinguish themselves from the other Asian brands, especially the Japanese manufacturers, who who have gone fairly conservative in recent years. And so they've got a, an opportunity here to, to carve out a visual uh, theme that, the, uh, that is lacking, especially when we come to, you know, more advanced vehicles like EVs. And I, th- I think it will work for them. I think it's going to be 
because of the, the success of this vehicle. Yeah. So you, you've been in the market here. You, uh, you almost uh, uh, bought an Audi e-tron uh, a year ago. Um, uh, how, do, how do you? How does the, the Ionic Five stack up uh, in this uh, forty-five thousand dollars segment? Yeah. It, it, well, obviously that's a lot less than the e-tron was was going to set me back. However, um, it, it must be said that um, when you, uh, you know, Carl, you and I drove out in San Diego with the limited uh, Ionic Five. That's the only one they had available for us which had the 320-horsepower dual-motor all-wheel drive uh, set up, um, and that clocks in at 54500 So, yeah. um, you know, prior to before the federal uh, federal offset, but still, um, you know, it's pretty expensive. Um, and I personally, you know, especially living in northern Michigan, would prefer to have uh, all-wheel drive. And so, you know, unfortunately, with this Ionic 5B, the cheapest version you can get is 49,400 um, with all-wheel drive. Um, and there's some other sort of asterisks to this thing. Uh, you know, they, they claim, yeah, 300 miles on range. But actually, you know, the one you and I drove was 250 miles of range. Um, and the the sort of price leader that they we didn't see but they're offering for thirty nine thousand is only got two hundred twenty miles range. So, you know, you've only got to look at the fine print to to see how, how this vehicle stacks up. Um, uh, I think it's got a lot going for it in, in different areas uh, which we can address. But um, you know, you, you don't. I, I think people should be not not sort of swept away and think, oh, for less than forty thousand, I can get uh, an Ionic Five with three hundred miles range and all-wheel drive capability. It's not the case. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where the the, the brand issue becomes a challenge because at that, that fifty thousand uh, dollar price point with all-wheel drive, all of a sudden you're competing against uh, a Tesla Model Y, uh, which has enormous brand. Um, uh, power in in this uh, in that segment. That's a lot of money for Hyundai. It is. It is. Yes. And as you say, you know, if you're shopping for an EV, and you could you could look at Tesla easily, and you know, Volvo's out there. Um, and uh, you know, we hadn't even mentioned some of the other German brands that are coming in with smaller EVs. Uh, so there there are there are quite a lot of choices and I, I think Hyundai that's another reason as you as you point out while they why they really need to make an impact visually with this vehicle so it has a bit of a wow factor that will persuade people to give it a chance yeah and I, and I think people are already wowed down at thirty five thousand dollars with the Hyundai Tucson so <laughs> there's there's so much uh, so much choice in this market well John I appreciate your joining us today as always uh, happy holidays to you Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a break, uh, hear from our sponsors, and on the other side of the hour, we're going to go off-roading, talk uh, about the Detroit Four Fest with Tom Zielinski. You're on Car Radio, 9, 10 a.m.
The oldest, the strongest, 50,000 watts, only urban talk radio station in town. WFDF. 9 to a.m. superstations line up like no other. We have the foot soldiers, Brenda Hill, Miko Williams, Horace Sheffield, and Adolph Mongo. Charlene Mitchell, host of Mind Your Business. <laughs> Sam Little in the No Bluff Zone. WFDF. Sports. Lamar Woodley, DJ Johnson, the big fella, and Sports Talk with Mark Jones. Carrie Jackson, your urban conservative. Mayor Karen Weaver, Karen Bautlet. Law. Sandy Hughes O'Brien, Rhonda Evans, Karen McPhail, and Judge Nance. May the Schwartz be with you. Fitness and Health with Angela Moore and musical artist Alexander Zanjatbeck. History, rights, and justice. Louis Farrakhan, Michael Imhotep, Malik Shabazz. Minister Troy Muhammad and Reverend Al Sharpton. The Car Guru. Henry Payne. Movies. Greg Russell. We got that. Billy Taylor. Wade McCree. Robert Ficano. Livonia Perryman. And Theo Broton. Mark Ashley. Infotainment. Monica Morgan. Can we talk? And Force of Friendship. In-